There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Achtung Mumu, broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute. Hello dear listeners, welcome to part two of this weekend's edition of Achtung Millwall, number 652, if you can believe it. Uh, continuing our coverage, of course, of yesterday's 1-0 win, magnificent 1-0 win for me over Watford at home, uh, at the, the, the Den. And uh, this is, of course, the, the Voice Mad edition, uh, you, my favourite part of the week. Now, unfortunately, due to circumstances, listeners, circumstances, I'm not able to do my usual reaction to each of the of, of the um, voicemails, but I do want to begin by saying big thank you to everyone who submitted content for this week's show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to get something out uh, tonight because I'm out tomorrow, so time is slightly against me and circumstances are against me tonight. But I'm going to do the best I can by the show and by all of the contributors. So um, before we begin, I just thought we'd have a quick look back at yesterday's performance. 1-0, of course, that early, early goal by Zian Fleming, settling the matter in the end, a free kick from distance. Took a deflection, I noticed, on the uh, the highlights reel on the official site today. I didn't realise that in real time. I thought it'd come in off the post. So anyway, confusion on the day. But um, a beautiful goal to start us off with. Maybe the goalkeeper in the Watford net should have done better. Don't know, but um, God knows we've seen enough mishaps and uh, you know flappy hands in the Millwall um, shirt this season. So it's nice to see one go in at the other end. Um, I thought it was a wonderful performance. Now I know there's a lot of comment online about the poor standard of the football compared with with what I don't know because you know there's only a brief flowering of Joe Ball. But apart from that. Pretty much relentlessly this season, it's been a fairly poor display, um, albeit one or two, you know, blooms that, that were crushed um, under, under Joe. But otherwise, it's not been brilliant. And yesterday's it's needs must when the devil drives for me, dear listeners. We're, we're staring at a relegation fight, even despite winning yesterday. And of course, that magnificent win at Southampton last week. We're still very much in the in, in the pressure cooker of, of the bottom end of the table. It's just one point separating us from Sheffield, uh, from Stoke City, sorry, um, and I suppose three points, four points separating us from Sheffield Wednesday, second from bottom, Stoke in the third relegation position on 38 points, Millwall 18th on 39. So um, we're also rapidly losing players. Tom Bradshaw, the news of his injury has come as a real blow to the club. So, you know, we've barely got a strike force. We've started Michael Oberfemi on Saturday 
and he's clearly not able to do 90 minutes. He came off on Saturday in the 70th. Um, and Neil Harris opted to bring on Ryan Longman to probably to shore matters up and see out the win because that was really what it was all about. So, yeah, I, I think some there's a lot of comment online and maybe we'll hear some in, in the course of the of the um, voice notes about the poor standard. I, I went to the den yesterday determined not to worry about the standard of the football, dear listeners. For me, the way it worked out was pretty much, um, you know, what I hoped for. And I can't really fault the side in its in its commitment, its energy, and you know, one hundred percent Millwallness as as the new phrase coined by Neil Harris has has taken hold. So you know, I'm not sure what people were looking for. Um, longer term, I still would love to see us raise our sights. The ambition of the Joe Edwards move still lifts my my heart. Um, whether that can be aimed for next season, I, I don't know. I don't know what the plans will be. Much will depend on what in what league we find ourselves in, of course. So survival is is the um, number one priority. So yes, it was a massive team performance, a fighting show, if not much in the way of flowing football, that's, that's for sure. Um, blood, sweat and tears is what I've written down on my notes here and that was very much what we got yesterday. I, I also want to point out one or two players. I mean, I've mentioned George Honeyman in the first show that I did. I thought it was really outstanding. But you can pick and choose between Ryan Leonard, uh, Billy Mitch, Jules Savile, really, because it was it was the kind of... Um, we were keeping Watford in check across 90 minutes. And I know they've not had a brilliant season, but they're not a bad side by any means. Probably more money's gone into their side um, than we can, we can imagine. So, you know, to keep that kind of side in check and keep the pressure on their manager, there was images online of... Watford fans berating their their side at the end of yesterday's performance. So they must have come down expecting, um, you know, to get something out of it, and they didn't. Um, I also want to mention Matias Sarkic. He made one or two smart saves, a couple of snappy shots on target, low and hard. He got down well for both of them. And, you know, he's, he's, he's the boy's coming through. He's, he's having a bit of a journey this season. He was taking a lot of criticism earlier on when he was first in the side, and a lot of confidence was missing, not only with, with Sarkic himself, but across the defence. And again, yesterday, he wasn't, wasn't um, you know, the kind of match-saving um, save that he made at Southampton last week, but he had to do do his job, and he did it. So I want to mention Matias Sarkic. All in all, wonderful win. We've got to keep doing it, though. We've got to go to Blackburn on Tuesday night, reproduce another performance up there, dear listeners. Um it's going to be a tough run in uh, two crucial games ahead. Now, Blackburn Tuesday night and then Birmingham at home next Saturday. So, um, yeah, yesterday's team was just um, in Golden Sarkic, back line, Leonard Tenganga played well as well, Jake Cooper, Danny Mack. Um, this BBC have lined us up 4-4-2. Was that a 4-4-2 yesterday, listeners? I never know whether it's 4-4-2 or 4-2-3-1. Anyway, I'll go with 4-4-2 because I know and understand it being an old 70s dinosaur. Um, so the midfield four, according to the BBC, uh, Jules Honeyman, Billy Mitch, Jules Savile, Duncan Watmore. Took a bit of flack, Duncan Watmore. Um, but it gives you energy and, and industry, and I think that's what's going to be the, the, the uh, you know, the attributes that catch Neil Harris's eye. Uh, up front, they had Fleming and Obafemi. It was Obafemi on his own for the for the most part. Um, man of the match for me, Jules Honeyman, but I've picked out Fleming, Savile, Mitchell, Danny Mack, Tanganga, Jeff Tanganga. Ryan Leonard, take your pick from any of those, really. Some wonderful match, that's it. I mean, like I said, two, two to Ben. 
the uh, possession count is increasing. We were 20% last week. This week we've got 34% on the possession, six shots, two on target, one of which, of course, went in the net. Um, as against Watford, 66% possession, 12 shots and three on target. We, we did a really good job of keeping them very, very quiet, I thought, yesterday. Results weren't helpful for us yesterday. Um, so the pressure remains and we've got two massive games. We're going to switch over now to the voice notes. We're going to begin with um, yesterday's um, official uh, Neil Harris comment after the game. I think um, we've got Zian Fleming speaking to to the um, Millwall Plus TV service. And then we'll go into the, the voice notes one after the other. Huge thank you to everyone for contributing. I'm sorry it's a bit of a um, the Poundland version of, <laughs> of our voice notes show. I will try and get back to normal from next week. But today circumstances have dictated, as indeed they did yesterday at the den. Achtung, Mehlball. They all win a clean sheet and the den at its absolute best there. It was, yeah. And look, Max, let's be honest, we can be better than that as well. You know, let's not kid anybody on. We, we turned the ball over too, cheap, uh, too cheaply at times, but what we had to achieve today was three points. We wanted a clean sheet, we wanted a, um, a, a disciplined display, we wanted a, a display where we limited a really talented side to not a lot around our penalty area, um, and, and, and we achieved that. Um, the atmosphere from the fans was electric. The welcome I got was... was uh, that's not what I expected because, you know, I never just take for granted you're going to get it, but the fans, uh, to, to, to me, but the way they supported the team, and that's the big thing. I asked for the fans to come and be excited and come just to enjoy watching their team, and they did. So I, I can't praise the fan base enough and, and the players. Um, like I said, we, we can be slightly better with the ball than that than we were at times, um, but to have that discipline, that desire, the passion, you know, the millness to us, uh, it was really pleasing to see. And grinding out results is something you have to do sometimes in this league, and you did that today. <laughs> yeah, we did it uh, again, to be honest. Since I'm here, we've done it We've done it multiple times uh, this way. Sometimes, I think we as a squad, we know we know what's been asked, like, to get those kind of games over the line. And uh, obviously this season hasn't been going as well because we, we weren't able to do that. Sometimes we went up and then we still conceded and blah, blah, blah. But today, it was there again. Like we were, we were solid, just like last week. We were. I think we need to get back to that feeling where if we go one log, we win the game. Not easy, but by grinding it out and working really hard for each other. Achtung, Hello, Nick. Um, hello, listeners. John Rankin here, just calling in after the one-nil victory against Watford at the Den this afternoon. Yeah, I really enjoyed that game. Um, I think if a team can hang on to a 1-0 lead for most of the match, I think we scored in the third minute, then that means they're doing something right. And, yeah, I mean, you know, Watford, to my mind, dominated the possession, but we were very resolute in defence. Um, Ryan Leonard, one mistake in the whole match, that was that crossfield ball to Jake Cooper in the first half, but apart from that, absolutely fantastic down that right-hand side. Danny McNamara... What an inspired choice to put him in at left-back. Really, really playing well. And I think we've got a new sort of combination in the middle there. Um, Jaffet Tangangia and Jake Cooper. And I think they're playing well together. And I I, I apology, actually, because last week at the Southampton game, I did my post-match voicemail. I forgot to mention Tanganga. He was so awesome in that match that kind of... (laughs) It was was a given, you know, that he was... um, that he, he was uh, man of the match. 
Um, although I actually thought Billy Mitchell was uh, played very well as well and deserved man in the match. But so apologies there. But he again a, a good performance today. So I'm a lot happier with the defensive four at the back. Uh, Neil Harris seems to be setting them up with Billy and Sav in front of the back four as kind of combined CDMs, and then Obafemi up front, and then you got Fleming, Honeyman, and you had what more? You know, kind of three. I'm not entirely sure about that. <clears throat> to be honest with you, because um, obviously Watmore was dropping back to help Danny uh, Danny McNamara in defence, and George Honeyman was dropping back to help Ryan Leonard, and I think that worked to an extent, but when they're so high up on the pitch, it was leaving gaps. So I, I think, you know, Neil Harris should just be true to his values and just go 4 4 2, you know, and uh, see what happens then. But, um, I think for the moment it's a really good setup, and everyone had a good game as far as I could see. I thought uh, Matty uh, Sarkic played really well, um, some good saves, and he came and claimed the ball. What Watford are a big team, you know. I was looking at them; they, they got some big specimens playing from, and um, it began to tell in the midfield a little bit where we were we weren't winning the second ball. But what a resolute performance, and everyone played really well, and we kept them out. So. You can't argue with that. I mean, you know, it's three points on the board. All the other teams in our relegation zone have won as well. So it hasn't sort of shot us up miles away from the relegation. But, you know, but if we hadn't won last week and this week, we'd have been well adrift. So absolutely fantastic. It was a good atmosphere in the den. I thought, you know, the crowd got behind the team really well. Uh, my man of the match on our side... Um, had to be George Savile, I think. I agree with um, with the uh, whoever gave them the official man of the match because I think he really, really did put a shift in and he's obviously playing for Neil Harris. And it's great to see, you know, Neil Harris is getting the most out of these guys and he's setting them up quite nicely. And, you know, that is the difference. If you look at the way that Joe Edwards set the team up and the personnel we had in there and the way he organised the back... I mean, Neil's come in and, and 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 made absolute key changes. And when you're, you know, at this level in the championship, teams quickly capitalise on any weakness. And we were a little bit weak down one on the flanks uh, for months and months. And Neil's kind of sorted that out. So very well done indeed. So I'm happy. The drive up was a bit of a bugger again. But when you're driving up... You know, it took us like the two and a half hours to get there and it was tricky parking and all this kind of stuff. But when you're, when you, when you're driving up and you're, and you're winning, you know, it's good. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's two big trips we've done. We did Southampton last week and back up to the den this week. And you don't mind, you know, you don't mind when they're putting in a performance. You're happy to go. And there was, a you know, a little bit of bite and tenacity at the end. Zian Fleming had a bit of a tear up. With um with one of the uh, Watford players right at the death of the match, and it was good to see you know a little bit of spirit. So I'm happy. I hope everyone else is happy. Come on, you Lions! Hello, Nick. Hello, listeners. Bill Slack. I'd like someone to confirm, but I think I've just seen the Lions win at the Den, which is um which is an absolute treat in itself. Rocking all over the the world and all the rest of it. Um, three points is all that matters at the moment. I repeat, three points 
and a win is all that matters. I've, <laughs> I've seen um, some comments online about the performance today and, and the style of play and everything else. Um, Neil Harris taking us back. Three points is all that matters. If Joe Edwards was still in charge of this club, we'd be dead and buried. We'd, we'd be second bottom, I reckon, with all the results going, um, not not going our way. Um, all that matters is getting points on the board. Um, I have got an opinion on 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 Harris. I've got an opinion on on some of the things he says in in interviews, and and Harry concentrates on the millwallness of players. And I really don't want to sort of slip back into this, um, you know, as as a as a fan base, as Neil would say, as a fan base, um, that that we just want big, tough, hard geezers. Um, who, who win every 50-50 challenge and, and you know, you know what I'm saying. And when he says Millwallness, I get the feeling that that's what he's talking about. Um, but I'll tell you something, I'm not going to be worrying about our style of pay and our signings over the summer or what's going to go on in the 24-25 season. All that matters is, is the here and now and the fact that that bloke has come back to our club and taken six points out of six. It's an absolutely incredible achievement um, beyond anything that, that, that I could have expected. At the moment, you'd say, where that club were, absolutely on the fucking floor, the geezer's an absolute genius. He's a walking, talking genius. Harry's got the, that squad turned around. That togetherness, you know, you... You see the amount of times today where you know someone would make a block and you'd get you'd get one of our players coming over and smacking him on the back or helping him up. Fucking well done, mate. That's going on all over the pitch for a full ninety minutes, and that's what he's brought us. He's brought us that togetherness, and I don't know how he's done it, but he's done it, and he's given us a real fighting chance of staying up. By the way, I don't think it's a done deal. Um, I I don't think that just because we've had six points out of six. Um, we're safe um, it'll be interesting to see how this team reacts after a loss um, let's hope we don't have to worry about that eh? Um, but I have to say I mean fucking hats off you know he has brought the entire club support together in a couple of weeks um, and give us an absolute fighting chance and well done Bomber well done the players today and um well done the support. Absolutely lovely to be in a, be at the den where people are fucking buzzing and not looking at their phones or fucking talking about what they had for dinner because there's nothing going on on the pitch. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Take care. Hi, Nick. Uh, David Liederkramer here. Um, well, we got the three points. is probably the best that can be said about that performance. Um, we certainly were more committed. We got a slice of good fortune uh, when, Flim when uh, Zian took the free kick from 30 yards out. I really thought it was uh, optimistic, but uh, obviously the deflection helped a bit. After that, it was pretty turgid stuff, but really who cares? We're in a very precarious position and other teams around us are starting to win that frequently. So it's going to be an absolute dogfight. And at this point, the three points is really all that matters. I thought the defence um, really put a shift in all of them. Um, Danny Mack was very good. 
Uh, Cooper seems to be a lot more secure than before. Uh, Tanganga, again, had a very good game. Midfield worked hard, but as Harris said, too many stray balls out of defence meant that we were up against it for a lot of the game, in my opinion. It was a hard watch. But the big thing for me, the big take-home, really, was that unlike in the Edwards era, when we just didn't seem to have that intensity about us when defending, this this time we really seemed to um, have that and that made all the, all the difference. Um, for all Watford's possession, I don't think they really created that many clear-cut chances, not one that, not ones that I can remember, and actually looked a pretty disjointed team, even though they've clearly got some very uh, talented players uh, um, who, who, who can turn it on from them, presumably, um, at various times in the season. So onwards and upwards for uh, Blackburn and then Birmingham, two very big games. We never seem to do well against Blackburn. Um, let's hope that we can change that in the same way that we changed our fortunes against Southampton, who also we didn't... Uh, we haven't done very well against in the past. Uh, big game up against Birmingham um, as well and everything to play for. Uh, Neil Harris has certainly got the team believing and that's the key at this moment. Performance, OK. Three points, absolutely essential. OK, come on you lines. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Achtung, Mehlball. Just a few tweets. I'm just going to... Um interject at this point in the show listeners just to try and break things along um Cairo Evans posting on behalf of think of the southern news says uh, Tom Bradshaw set to see a specialist on Monday about his Achilles looks like he's out for the season Neil Harris cannot be sure about the timeline but he adds that the Welshman won't uh, he wouldn't be surprised if the Welshman doesn't play again this season this leaves us well short up front doesn't it um we didn't see um Idamo Imaku. I thought we might we might see him on on Tuesday night, might see him against Birmingham because the pace of the games now will surely stretch Michael Oberfemi and his recovery to the limit. So it wouldn't surprise me if we see um uh, depending on the match situation, Ryan Longman came in yesterday, of course, didn't he? Um but then we we were defending a one goal lead and I think that might govern whether we're chasing a game, defending a game, we're gonna have to play a very, very canny can he hand, so to speak? JP makes this point. JP Mill too. Those slagging off Oberfemi need to get a grip, says JP. He's played about 100 minutes in two games as a lone striker where we've had like an infinitesimal 
not that is, got 0.0016% possession. In a team he's unfamiliar with, a new manager, and he hasn't played all season. At least he has the threat of pace. I like him. I like him, JP. I like I like um, Oberfemi. It was his work that um, created the winning penalty last week. And he's busy. And, yeah, he's ploughing a lonely, lonely furrow up front. Um, Mill Dave. I like this one, Dave. People can't be spoiled after two games, can they? I think this is where, um, oh, this was in response to a post about the terrible football uh, and also a prediction of terrible football for the next 18 months under Harris. 34% possession, as we've said already. 54% pass accuracy. I don't worry about pass accuracy in this, if we've won the game. Who gives a shit? Anyway, this, this, this poster says it was shocking. Lucky deflection for the goal. I missed that in real time. Awful to watch. I didn't find it awful to watch. Personally, I, I, I thought it was a very tense game and I wasn't going down there yesterday expecting anything other than what we got and I was really hoping for a win and we, you know, the team delivered. Um, as Mill Dave here says, at this point, I don't give a fuck what football we play. If it means we win and we're heading in the right direction, I'm 100% with you there, Dave. Um, so, it's, it's, yeah, whether that's people getting spoiled under the um, aegis of Joe Ball, I, I don't know. Um, David Harry Webb, we aren't going to win every game, he says. We definitely need a good few players in. Yeah, but of course that's going to be difficult now. Um, and unfortunately to release some players in, there's a lot of contracts contracts up at the end of the season. That's right, Dave. Um, some are great being great servants, but I'll pass their best. One thing is for sure, managers can have a big say and get the best out of any group. I've made that point a few times. I won't flog it, but I, I'm really struck by the impact of the personality that is Neil Harris. I think that's that's been, you know, a crucial, crucial turning point in their season. Anyway, on to the next voice notes. Fucking that fucking what a result. What a result. I don't know what I don't know what happened second half because fucking it was back to the walls and I was a bit worrying like we just sat back basically. Anyway, I'm going to make this short and sweet. It's the fucking Millwall way. It's the Neil Harris way. It's the Neil Harris. It's the Millwall way, basically, because, I mean, Fleming, I, I mean, I, I take my heart. I used to fucking take the piss out of him that he was shit, didn't want to be here. Great free kick, winning 1-0. Femby, do not get me started on him, uh, Millwall boys. Not up to it. I mean, he's, he's got no neck bodybuilder. Too slow, not up to it. Longman, not up for it. Man of the match, Savile. No, 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 no. Honeyman, honeyman. And that's all I'm going to say. Keep it short and sweet. Mill till I die. What a result. Great result. But this division is fucked up, Nick and all the boys. You know what? It's so close to call. You can't even call it. Other teams want to have QPR done that. Anyway, um, I think in the summer, Harris or no Harris, we need a fucking striker. Bradshaw injured. Kevin is a bit shit. Um, B in the gyms, no neck slow. Amaku sat next to his family today. Um, he didn't even get on, mate. Got a free ticket as well, up in the old um, Bay Kitchener. Anyway, it's called the Millwall way. Two out of two. No one likes us, and we don't care. Nick T, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got to finish on this. I've got to finish. Tatanga, Jeff Tatanga, man of the match. Brave fucking header. Right, saviour of the season, sarcastic, what a fucking save at the end, right, but you know what, that's the Harris effect, what goes comes around them, little muggy, muggy little Southampton, oh, when the Saints go marching, that band was embarrassing, the band, remember when they beat us 1-0, the little midget, the little midget, Fraser, look, what goes comes around, and the flair they throw on the pitch, now look, Millwall's back to help bite you, Millwall, signing off now, Nick Hart, I'm gone for now.
Milwaukee. Joe from Chicago. I haven't felt this good in a while. Danny Mack, what a fullback. What a fullback. Not a wingback. What a fullback. Proper effort. What a time. I don't know how you go with Ryan Longman over Idamo Omaku, but it worked. My heart rate is so high right now. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Watford, you can't play at the den. It's remarkable. Class to all of you who were there. Oh my gosh. That team is so talented, Watford. Just just guys who will be all over the 2026 World Cup. And we made them look like a youth squad with how poorly they played. Their quality was shit. Sarkic class. Uh, Leonard and McNamara were so good after getting those yellows and keeping up the intensity. Uh, Zeon, who is he? I love the guy, man. It, we're we're going to lose him at some point. But God, I love that player. Uh, whoa, whoa, what a game. It's just, just a proper environment. James Barrelson gets to see a win at the Den, uh, which I don't know if he has in a while. So good for him. Uh, thank, th- truly, thanks to everyone who was there and providing that atmosphere. That was that was class. Come on, you Lions. Fuck Watford. Uh, morning, Nick. Just uh, Adam Wicks here, just leaving a quick voice note after um, yesterday's decent 1-0 home win against Watford. Um, not too much to say about that, really. I think, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a battling performance. We got the three points we needed. And I think that this is very much how it's going to be between now and the end of the season. I think, and like everyone's touched on, thinking thinking past the end of the season is very much um, out of question, or it should be for everyone now, um, until a point we are we are secure, which hopefully we will get to. We definitely look much more solid um, with a back four. I think Danny Mack's been fantastic uh, at left back, very solid. Cooper looks like he's coming back slowly, back to a little bit of form. Um, Tanganga's been excellent the last three games um, and they just look like they're more protected I think we were just playing too exposed and I think this is probably the trouble with um, Edwards in a, in a way he just lacked that bit of um, experience just to know when to when to sort of shit hours our way to a few wins and just be hard that hard team to break down and then nick goals um, which he did over the Christmas period pretty well and then we sort of lost our way we'd become too open again but um, anyway like I said I've got I've got no issue at all if we if we can grind out another four or five wins um, out of the last 11 games I think that's probably what's going to be you know needed or at least three wins and several draws um, the way everyone's going could be uh, quite a high points tally required to stay up I think Um Anyway, um, good, good. Two wins from two. Can't ask for any more than that. And you know, the, the players are really trying. Can't can't fault them. Um, so onwards to Blackburn, which is now a relegation six pointer all of a sudden. So I think we're gonna have a good swing at then. Um, anyway, come on, your lines. Hello, Nick. Danny here from a very chilly minus nineteen day in Calgary. Um, want to win that is um two games six points couldn't really ask for much more than that um you know some fans online not liking the style of play you know i <laughs> i don't think we would have got six points if joe edwards was still in charge um 
you know, people saying it, oh, you know, back to Harris Ball. I think that's what we need. I think we need a bit of Harris Ball to get us out of this um, rut, to get us up the table, and, I, and it's working. And it's obviously working, and yeah, it might be boring, but I don't, I don't want to go to League One, so I'm, I am okay with Harris Ball, and then we'll worry about uh, next season. You know, hopefully, still in the championship. Um, I think it's obvious to see as well now. You know, some some players really coming out in character. I think Fleming. Uh, Danny Mac, Sav, um, really seem like different characters under Harris. And um, I think that shows Neil Harris's manage, manager qualities. Um, you know, I think we all knew there was a good coach in Joe Edwards, but maybe just didn't have that manager um, experience like Neil Harris has. And Neil Harris knows how to get the job done. Um, so yeah, um, onwards and upwards. Um, I'm okay with Harris Ball, <laughs> I guess. Um, come on, you lines. Cheers, Nick. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, everybody. Wow. What a difference two weeks can make um, from a team that was tactically naive, open, Lacking in confidence or any gumption, uh, we seem to be like a stone dropping into the sea, getting deeper and deeper into trouble. And we still are in trouble due to the fact that the championship is doing very championship things at the moment. But wow, that was a very, very well fought win today. Uh, one thing I'd like to note as well is how... Together we seem to be, and I think that is just purely from Neil Harris being a brilliant man manager. I think I don't think there's a single player in that squad who could say otherwise about him. Um, anything that you say, you can believe in him. Perhaps that was something that we never really thought about when Joe Edwards came in, thinking of being that person that the players could look up to in some way, it, rather than someone that they either saw as just at the same level as them or even below, which um, seems a bit um, sad for Joe because I felt like he, he could have had a chance. Um, but, wow, absolutely immense battling effort. And, and also as well, apart from one chance that Watford had, I didn't really think Sarkic was even tested, which is, that shows something in the defence that we have really been tightened up by Harris and Livermore and to be able to battle from the back and not once did I ever see uh, a Watford player be able to get through us uh, either in the air or on the ground and even on the ground there was at least two players on one whenever Watford were anywhere near our 18 yard box and that goes a long way to to show that Harris has credit in the bank with us and it continues to grow and I think I'm not even thinking long term I doubt anyone is thinking long term but we need to stay in this league and we are doing brilliantly, but my God, the championship, it really is a different animal this season. It, and the fact that from 12th place down to 22nd, there are only three points separating everyone. That's just, that is just crazy. Um, so it goes to show that although we might think we're in a relegation battle, 
the teams above us are just as much in the fight as we are. Um, but there seems to be a lot of teams who are in around where we are, who are starting to, you know, show a bit of fight, show a bit of, as you would say, Nick, a bit of arsehole. They're starting to show a bit of, a bit of fight that they've probably been needing. And Neil Harris is indeed that man who has put the fight back into the club and and looking at the crowd as well, and even the sound of the crowd. Yeah, we haven't really got our mill back. It's just the fact that our mill has now woken up from its long hangover. Um, but it's good to see that we're actually starting to show a bit of a bit of grit now. Um, and also, so happy to see a win, and that's for my mate Badger. Um, God bless you, mate. Good morning, Nick. It's Glenn here. Well, another great result. Um, I, I I think really there's too many players to sort of compliment on the performance yesterday. Uh, so rather than going into it, or I think generally speaking, the the, the entirety of that defence and I count, uh, counting the wing backs in that actually really played out of their skin yesterday. And um, you know to keep a clean sheet under so much pressure for such a prolonged period of time was was tremendous. And I, I want to give credit to someone who I've been um, probably criticising a bit recently with, recently with Matej Sarkic, who I, I felt showed some real commanding presence in the box. And, and yesterday I was absolutely delighted to see him when we were under really under the cosh, come and collect a ball under pressure and hold on to it. That, that really, really cheered me up. And, I, and I, I'm you know starting to sort of see now that this kid could... Uh, if he continues showing that kind of bravery, could really become uh, you know a long-term um, fixture in the first team. So that's great. Um, if I'm if I'm gonna sort of you know because you shouldn't just focus on the positives. The midfield were tremendous, fought their hearts out, um, and, and I was reminded in the week that Billy Mitchell was only 22 years old. And if you think about you know a 22-year-old holding down a midfield berth in a battle inside in the championship. Uh, what tremendous achievement that is, and 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 Billy, like he gets a lot of criticism, but at his age, with with all of his best years ahead of him, what a player, what a player, and I think it's about time that people started to sort of stop thinking of him as a sort of well-established late twenties, early thirty-year-old midfielder, and start realising that this is a young kid who's showing tremendous promise and um, needs to be encouraged and supported, and uh, hopefully under Harris he'll get the opportunity to develop his game and, um, and and start to sort of pick those forward passes, which he can and does do actually when 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 the forwards give him that option. So to the the, the two points which I've thought. Um, just starting to sort of niggle at the back of the mind really is um, for two games now we've watched that team really put their bodies on the line and, and, and push their performance levels beyond probably what they're normally capable of producing and um, I, I just wonder um, how long that can continue before we'll start to see injuries and you know that, that you almost saw that over the Christmas period where we had three games and suddenly people started dropping like flies and uh, th then obviously that, that terrible run that led to Joe Edwards demise happened so uh, I think that's the challenge for Harris and his team there is to is to manage um, you know the fitness levels of the players and the fatigue and the long-term injuries that might come from that um, and that might mean he'll have to dip into the squad I noticed Amaku hasn't had a game or two recently and I, I must admit I thought there was a point yesterday where I would have quite liked to see him come on instead of Longman and that's not a criticism of Longman who came on and did a job I just think Amaku is that guy that, that might 
you know, create so much havoc up the field that actually teams will be less likely to sort of keep applying pressure and coming forward at us. Uh, the other thing then I think which, which also touches on the Maku again is the um, is the forward line. We're not looking very threatening at the moment. And um, as much as I think uh, Obafemi put in a you know a really good workmanlike performance and there was moments where you, you thought his pace was going to create an opportunity it didn't really amount to much and and that worries me a little bit because we are starting to show sort of um, very few signs of attacking uh, creativity now Zian absolutely is is really developing his game as a leader and as a as a fixture in that team and I, I think he's um, he's coming on brilliantly but Where's that next sort of bit of brilliance going to come from up front? And I, I think maybe a player like Amaku is the one to come in, and it might be that we need to um, uh, think about sort of rotating that front line a little bit just to get some more um, energy in there. And there were there was a point I, I think Harris's substitutions were a little bit delayed yesterday. There was a point around about seventy minutes where I was looking at the team flagging and thinking. We need some energy. We need some fresh legs on the pitch uh, to get to get the ball up the field because we were just absorbing attack after attack after attack, and you, you you can't get away with that for too long. So anyway, all in all, great performance. Really happy with what I saw, um, but just just some sort of small moments of concern that I think we've got to watch out for. And I'm sure Harris is looking at it. Come on, you lines, on to the next game. Let's make sure we beat Blackburn. And uh, looks looking like we're going to need 50 points to stay up this year. Hi Nick, Lawrence been here after Mill 1, Watford 0. Um, I'm about a day or so later than I usually am with these. So uh, if I've missed a cut-off, then no worries. Um, yeah, so Return of uh, return of the King. Or uh, Return of the Prince Regent, depending on your perspective. It's on an 18th month contract, but it does very much feel like this is, uh, this is a bloke we can put in charge without controversy. Maybe to get us out of a short-term situation, but who knows? Who knows long-term? Yeah, no one really lining up. No one that springs to mind. No one that I feel is a long-time candidate that uh, uh, is on the, is on the horizon. Um, he might be able to take his club forward in a way that it probably needs to. What's that Gramsci quote? The old world is dying. The old world is dying, and the new world struggles to be born. Now is a time of monsters. Uh, Maybe we wouldn't go that dramatic about it, but yeah, it does feel like we're still at a crossroads, but immediate term, two wins, two games, can't really complain. Um, I feel like maybe to uh, to judge Neil Harris's tenure off of those, those two opening games would be unfair um, in either respect, really, um, the good and the bad. Um, I'll focus on the bad first because I, I want to end this on a positive note. Uh, the bad is that we can't string two passes together. I think partly a lot of that's to do, to do with confidence. Um, and I think partly it's to do with uh, probably just like focusing on the basics again. You know, we were so we were so open under Edwards. Um, every every mistake led to a goal. Um, I think we just needed to go back to kind of practicing those fundamentals, you know. So when you lose a ball, you know, tracking back doubling up on players um, yeah kind of hard work basically um, and so much of, the, of that was lacking on Edwards unfortunately that focus on the fundamentals meant that we couldn't really string more than two passes together um, some of the mistakes on the ball were 
laughable, really. I think at Conference South level, um, but you know, you know, you have to kind of you have to kind of grit your teeth and, and grind and, and, and get it over the line. And that's what we did, and uh, we certainly certainly wouldn't have won that under Edwards. So well done, Neil. Um, I've looking at the table at half time. I saw that Watford were six points ahead of us, and Watford are in twelfth. Um, it's a mad league this year, and uh, as much as I do, I do. It does feel like every game is a must-win. I think we have to realise that there are about ten other sides involved in that relegation scrap. So you know, when we inevitably, inevitably do lose or get a poor result, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's appropriate for us to get too upset. Um, there are other sides involved here. Everyone looks a bit shit. Um, you know, some some sides have form. But, you know, no one's going to... The likes of Stoke, Huddersfield, Sheffield Wednesday are not going to go on promotion-winning runs from now until the end end of the season. One or two of them might. But, you know, there's not going to be, like, six, seven sides suddenly turning into playoff contenders. So we just need to... We just need to win the odd game here and there um, and, and, and keep calm. Um, yeah, cheers, Nick. Um, not particularly looking forward to the next game because the football is shit. Um, but it's you know it's great to see Neil back and uh, yeah we can do this. Come on, your lines, Tara. Just a couple to finish off today's show. I want to say a big big thank you to everyone who's contributed to this edition of Act On. I'm sorry for the uh, the slightly um, is it disjointed? I don't know. Anyway, the sequential nature of the show today. Um, I'm just going to finish off a couple of tweets. One from our, our, our Stone Island story. I love that one. Um, Mill survival bid maybe a grind post to Joe, but my God, is it easier to tolerate when you're not losing every week and you can see the players working till they're dead on the feet. Um, Simon B says, whatever you think of his style, he gets a tune out of these players. And Max Finch, to close today's show, the impact... Neil Harris has had on these players is unbelievable. Three games ago, these players looked like they had all met each other the night before in the pub. They finally look like the team we know, and we've got our ambition back. We've lifted the whole club. What a bloke, says Max. I'm going to second that, Max, and third it, mate. We're going to need to take that spirit we saw yesterday for the Blackburn Tuesday night. Fingers crossed. Until the next edition, which will be probably on the Wednesday sometime, dear listeners, after the Blackburn result, from me, Nick Hart, Big thank you to everyone who's contributed. Thank you to you two for listening. Till next show, Arriva Dirty Millwall. Bye for now. Achtung, Mühlwall. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.